5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. So today I'm going to go over to the uh, local uh, Christian high school and and do uh, chapel here at uh, around noon and so that'll be a good opportunity to you know continue to to help uh, kind of convey the religious but also relationship that we have with God and uh, right now they're going through just uh, they they kind of did a survey of some of the students and a lot of them don't go to go to church and so a lot of them don't know the biblical story. And because of that, they really wanted to be, uh, you know, like very intentional about going through the biblical stories. They've gone through the creation and the fall, and, and they started with Abraham, and they talked about the covenant there. And so today they said, well, hey, we'd really like to, to go into Jacob. And I said, oh, Jacob, it, you know, it really shows, I mean, and Abraham did too, and anytime you get into humanity— we see this soap opera. Now, you all know, I'm assuming, if you don't know what a soap opera is, that um, you can probably just Google it and you can find out, you know, what the soap opera is. Um, but it originally started with the, you know, kind of the st- stay-at-home moms um, who were there and they were trying to sell soap. And so they put on these uh, daytime, you know, like, uh, you know, soap operas, you know, then they would, you know, sell soap to these stay-at-home moms who were, you know, there doing laundry and all kinds of stuff. So these soap operas kind of have, they they bring drama, right? I mean, and that's what people are trying, or they connect with. Because maybe it's either that they don't have any drama in their life and they're looking for something, or they're like, oh, I totally get the drama, even though it's way over-dramatized. <laughs> and you know what I mean. Um, my, my grandma, uh, actually both my grandmas, used to watch like Days of Our Lives and that fun uh, soap opera stuff. Um, but when you get into this, you know, the, the especially these early parts of, of the Bible, you start to see, I mean, it's almost like these... These, um, if there was reality TV in biblical day, like this would have been captivating because there was a family, right? And this family, it's got favorites. It's always trying to be able to figure out how does my favorite win, right? You get into the Jacob story, and uh, this is when Jacob steals the birthright, and you see a lot of the tension within the family. Yeah, Genesis 27, if you're interested in going back and reading through that story. But, you know, you can see that Isaac is on his deathbed, and he has not um, passed along this blessing to his older son yet. And he says, you know, to his older son, like, hey, you know, it's it's getting to be time. I'm going to pass along my blessing. Why don't you go out and uh, and get, you know, you know hunt, because he was a hunter. You know, get some fresh game, bring it in, you know, we'll have uh, your mom cook it up, and, and you bring it in here, and then I'm going to give you my blessing. Well, the mom, and this is the soap opera parts, is that she has a favorite, and Esau is not it. You know, it's Jacob. You know, Jacob she loves. And uh, and so she hears or overhears, you know, this conversation, 
and you know goes to Jacob and says, "This is what you're going to do. Go out there, grab a, a you know a lamb or a sheep, a whatever. Bring it back in. Let's um, we're going to shave it and we're going to kill it and we're going to you know we're going to cook it." And that's exactly what happens. And so they do that, and she takes the the hair from the from the goat and pastes it on Jacob because Esau was a hairy man. And because he was a hairy man, that's how, you know, the father would recognize him, both by his scent and his hairiness, because he was, you know, his his eyesight wasn't so good. And so they did this. They tricked him, and Jacob steals the birthright. Oh, you see, that's where the, the soap opera drama comes in. This is where reality TV would be at its greatest, because this is kind of like a cliffhanger. Like, what's going to happen now between Jacob and and his brother Esau. You know, why would mom want to manipulate? Why would mom want to get in the middle? Why does mom have favorites? Why does dad have favorites? You know, there's there's so many dynamics, and what we really see is this, ultimately, a dysfunctional family at play. And, and dysfunction plays in well. You know, because what we see is that the, even though there was the, the fall of man, and and there was Noah in the flood, and God's trying to clean clean it up, and and yet no, as long as there's going to be humans, there's going to be dysfunction. And God doesn't say, "All right, well now I can't use you." He says, "All right, well how can I work through dysfunction?" And what we see is that God works through dysfunction. God sees Jacob, and even though Jacob is a deceiver. And, you know, and, and his mom really helped him deceive as well, is that God, and, and this is the great place, you know, Jacob is, is in, you know, runs away and is coming back, and, and it's there that he sends everybody in front of him, right, coward, and, and then what? It says that it's there that, you know, that, you know, there's this angel, this, you know, some people call it the pre-incarnate Christ. So Jacob, it wrestles with God, you know, and it's from this part that God says, now you're, you're no longer going to be called Jacob. You're going to be called Israel because you've struggled with God. And what does it mean? I mean, and so what you see is the people, the people of Israel are people that struggle. There are people that are persecuted. There are people that are you know, in and out of, uh, you know, and, and we know that there's sometimes they, they also bring it on themselves. They turn away from God. They try to do it themselves. They go their own way. And God's like, nope, I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to bring you back. I'm going to work through you. I want you to be a people, a light on the hill. I want you to be a people who are bringing peace. I want you to be a people. And God continues to work through them. And this is the reason why a guy like Jacob, a deceiver, is still mentioned in the great covenants. I'm going to make a covenant with you. Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, what we see it in David, and what we see renewed in Jesus. God can use dysfunction. God doesn't disqualify if you're sitting in the middle of something and you're like, well, this is just completely dysfunctional. God can use that. And it's good news because everybody's got some level of dysfunction. And what we're going to say is, God, help me not to just keep it and revel in my dysfunction, but God, use me in spite of, despite of my dysfunction and help me to thrive as I follow you. So hopefully you find some, uh, you know, some ways in which you can be challenged in that today, but also 
some great confidence and hope that God can use even the most dysfunctional family. All right, everybody, take care, and we will uh, be back tomorrow.